Join Dr. Zach Williams and Flat Creek Baptist Church as we dive deeper into God's Word in this podcast titled New Horizons. Good morning, and thank you so much for joining me once again on New Horizons. There is no greater joy than to be able to gather with you each day for a fresh look at God's Word. Today, I want to begin leading us into a discussion that I hope will take a few segments to complete. I want to start talking today on the topic of prayer. And I want to begin today by asking you just a few rhetorical questions. How much do you pray? When you pray? Who do you pray to? I do not take it for granted that everybody listening as a follower of Jesus. We may have some today that uh, are adherents to other religions. So who do you pray to? What kind of prayers do you pray? Do you pray asking God for stuff? Or do you pray with a heart of thanksgiving for the things that you already have? Is there a right way or a wrong way to pray? What is prayer? I love subjects like these because you can tell many questions naturally flow from just the mention of the topic. Just yesterday, I was reading in the Bible the book of Colossians. I came to chapter 4 and verse number 2. Now, before I read this verse to you, I want to make sure that everyone listening knows that I do not champion myself as a prayer warrior. If anything, I go home every day and I tell my wife, I don't pray nearly enough. I believe that each of us would say we would desire to spend more time in prayer, more time in deep devotion and meditation with God. After all, what relationship is worth a grain of salt if there is no communication inside the relationship? Is this a relationship at all? You would probably agree with me and say, if there is a relationship with exist with little to no communication, it's either not a very strong relationship or it's a relationship that won't last very long. I simply tell you this, that I'm not a champion prayer warrior because I would never want you to believe that I pray 24 hours a day, seven days a week. However, I do know something about prayer. That is, God wants to hear from us, and He actually answers us when we pray. Perhaps on some of these next few devotions, I will have the opportunity to tell you some pretty powerful testimonies, which I have seen occur simply because the people of God prayed. Saying that, I now turn your attention to Colossians chapter 4 and verse 2. Listen to what Paul says. Devote yourselves to prayer. Let me say it one more time. Devote yourselves to prayer. The great Bible preacher John Piper says, One thing is crystal clear from this passage. It is God's will that we pray to Him. Sometimes we struggle to know the will of God for our lives. But there are some things that you do not have to struggle to know. One of them is that God's will is that you pray to Him. The text says, 
Devote yourselves to prayer. God wills for you to pray to him. Now, before we think about anything else, the meaning of devote or the need for alertness or time and place and quantity and method of praying before all that, just let it sink in that God wants us to pray for him or to him. He commands it. I believe what John Piper says is spot on. That God's will is for his people to pray. With, with that in our minds, I am reminded of the greatest picture of one who is devoted to prayer. And that is the Lord Jesus Christ himself. How many times in scripture do we see him praying? How many times do we see the verbiage? He went away by himself to a deserted place. Why, even in the Garden of Gethsemane, yea, even on the cross, Jesus was praying. Perhaps the most delightful picture of Jesus' steadfast in prayer is steadfastness in prayer is found in Mark chapter number 1. In Mark 1, we have an account of Jesus' first day in ministry. It begins with his calling of the first disciples in Mark chapter 1, verse 16 through 20. After that, the Bible says in verse 21 and 22 and down through 28 that Jesus goes into the synagogue and he drives out a demon. And then we come to verse 29 through verse number 34 and the Bible tells us that Jesus healed Peter's mother-in-law and then that many who were sick began to uh, were brought to him and the demon possessed were brought to him and the whole town was assembled at the door where he was staying that he healed many who were sick with various diseases and drove out many demons. But he would not permit the demons to speak because they knew him. It was a busy day of ministry for Jesus. That's just the first day, calling the disciples, casting out a demon, healing, a, healing a Peter's mother-in-law, many others coming to him who were diseased and needed help. Very busy day for Jesus. Now, most of us in that situation, what do we do? We set our alarm clock one hour later. Not for Jesus. Jesus, the Bible says in verse 35, very early in the morning, while it was still dark, he got up, he went out, he made his way to a deserted place, and he was praying there. How amazing. After the long, hard day he had just experienced, he did not set his alarm clock an hour later than normal. Neither did he say, boy, that's a long day. I think I'm going to catch up on all the shows that I DVR'd. Instead, he made it a point to get up early and to pray. Why? Because Jesus was devoted to prayer. Now, you may ask why I say all of this. I sum up this entire devotional with the following statement. Why is all this important to me? Why is all this important to you as a believer? If prayer was important to Jesus, and He is the Son of God, yea, God Himself in the flesh, if prayer is important to Jesus, it should be important to us as well. So how are you doing with your prayer life? I encourage you to pray and to devote yourselves to prayer.